All right, everybody, welcome to episode 85 of the Dodcast. Today, I got Gabby with me. Uh, Gabby, say hello. Hello, world. <laughs> hello, world. <laughs> um, yeah, Melrose native. Uh, you currently go to UMass Amherst. And uh, I'm really excited to have you on today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> uh, it's been a long time in the making, kind of. But yeah. uh, I know you have a lot, like, you have a lot of, like, things. I do. And stuff. So I know, like, one thing in particular, obviously, we're going to get to, like, some Disney stuff because you spent a lot of time there. But while it's fresh in your mind, I wanted to talk about the Winter Classic. Did you end up working that? Like you I said, you were did. Going to. That was my very first day. All right. So first, like, what what's the job? What's up with all that? All right, so for anyone that doesn't know, I just got a job with the Red Sox. I'm a Fenway Park fan ambassador. Fan so ambassador. Um, if anyone's singing the national anthem or throwing out the first pitch, my department would be the ones to escort them onto the field. Oh, um, oh okay. Because of the Winter Classic, since it was run by NHL and TNT and not by MLB and ESPN or Nesson, we didn't really have much control, so it was kind of a nice first day because they were like, we don't really know what we're doing, so, so just follow along with us. Yep, you're just one of the men. Yeah, so we mostly just like relocated fan seats, so if someone broke their leg and they needed a handicap accessible seat, we mm. would relocate them to that section. Um, that's what we basically did, and then we would just rotate all different sections. We'd watch the game for a little bit. I was going to say, how much do you get to watch the game? mostly on TV since we were underneath where the concessions are in Fenway Park. Right. So we would see it on the TV. So we wouldn't watch it in actual person, but it was yeah. like right there. So we could hear everything that was going on. That's cool. Yeah. So I did get to go up there um, right before the game started. I watched the national anthem. Mm. Um, but that's the only part I really got to see. But at least like seeing the, because they, they put the ice right on the field, right? Pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, I, I, uh, I know there's some baseball fields, like, near um, – in Medford that, like, in the winter, they, like, take the outfield out and basically just make it, like, uh, like an ice rink. Yeah. So I feel like that on, like, a grand scale, it's kind of got this, like, you know, like, old American vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't watch the opening stuff. I know I watched most of the second, third period, whatever. Game was a game, you know. But I did see, I think, Bobby Orr, because I thought you were doing the first pitch stuff. So Bobby Orr, didn't he throw a puck? Yeah, he did, like, the puck drop. So he just, like, stood there. and then they, yeah, Tim Wakefield and Jason Veritek were also there. Yeah. Um, I thought he did a first yeah. pitch with a puck. Is that wrong? No, you're right. And then... What was that? <laughs> I think that was their interpretation to combine hockey and baseball. What, what's your thoughts? Um, I thought it was awesome that they had um, all, all the special guests um, being at the game. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that was my first day. Like, it was just crazy It's a experience. really cool first day. Yeah. Are you a big sports fan? Would you consider yourself a Bruins fan of any, like, what, what would you say? I would say I'm more of a Red Sox and Patriots <laughs> fan. Um, Red Sox more because of the history and because of Fenway Park. Mm. Since it's an old park and an old team, and my grandfather was really into the Red Sox, so every time we'd go over to their house, they actually lived in Medford. Every time I go to Medford, I would watch the seven ten games with my grandfather and my yeah. grandmother. Mm. Um, but I like the Patriots because they play once a week, and it's like <laughs> it's more special. Yeah, I yeah. do respect the Bruins and the Celtics, and if they're on, they're on. But 
they're not something I really keep up with. It's that hard much. to keep up with sports now. It is, especially things are changing all the time. And mm. even the Red Sox, I didn't really keep up with, especially since last season they were not that great. Yeah. Um, but now that I work with the Red Sox, I'm sure I'm going to be very updated. Yeah. What's it? Uh, Patriots got eliminated from the playoffs today. Actually, I'm I did pretty not sure know that. It just happened like an hour ago. We got we got eliminated officially, which like, um. Not that it matters too much, but we weren't we we shouldn't have made it anyway, so it doesn't yeah. really it's kind of irrelevant. But uh, yeah, that's cool. So you got to see like the did you get to go like like touch the boards or were you like right up next to it or were you like kind of? It was like, just more like I was like so they took down actually the um, nets that they have right behind a home plate. They took so those down. That they take they took those down. Um, usually it would be for like. If someone swings a bat and they let go yeah, or a yeah. foul ball, they took yeah. those down because it was just hockey. And so we got to see it very clearly. And we just walked right up to, like, the barricade where the field meets the, the stands. Seats. Yeah. So right. we just stood right there. And then my the person I was sat- shadowing at the time was like, take out your camera, like, take a bunch of pictures. And I was like, oh, I left mine upstairs. If I have to. Yeah, well, oh, well no. I, this is my first day. I'm like, I don't want to keep my phone on me. Like, Good whatever. job. I kept upstairs, and he was like, why aren't you taking pictures? I was like, upstairs like, i thought but, i was being good did yeah, you take exactly. pictures for you and send them to you at least well then eventually when we went back upstairs for our break i grabbed my phone when we went back out there i was able to take pictures okay, and that's where i took pictures during the national anthem and all that stuff oh okay that's awesome that's yeah. a lot of fun what a good what a great first day it was a great first did you have day. fun like did you feel like you i were, did like, have enjoying fun yourself? i did and especially it was comforting knowing no one else really knew what they were doing since it was all nhl not mlb mm. Mm. so i felt more like okay it's it's okay if I don't know what So I'm you're going to kind of like escort the famous people out kind of? Yeah. So the person I shadowed said that he usually is the ambassador to Pedro Martinez. So Pedro, oh, I guess, snap. knows this guy whose name is Gus. Um, he's like, yeah, he knows my name. Like I escort him out onto the field all the time. So wow. I'm very excited to maybe meet. Meet Pedro fucking Martinez. Yeah. Him, David Ortiz, Ortiz. any of the alumni, any like any anybody like that. if you I'm met ortiz i'd be the most jealous man on planet earth i love ortiz and i also in my heart pedro martinez best pitcher i've ever seen personally mm-hmm. and i'm not a huge baseball guy yeah but like i love analytics and stats and it's mm-hmm. t- taken over baseball recently yeah. so you can find a stat for anything and like i know there was times when pedro martinez was like the guy the guy yeah. the guy like all-time great which is cool mm-hmm. um so it'd be really nice if you could meet a lot of those people and then like even just like you know they have random like just famous people pull up yeah. to these games all the time like you mm-hmm. might meet like i don't know like a jack harlow or something who knows who knows wasn't we'll he at see. a Sox game i know that celebrity stands out my man who's through the first pitch with Sydney Sweeney. Um, she's she on Euphoria did. in the Light Lotus, uh, White Lotus. Yes. So, um, like, if she was someone who threw out the first pitch, I, in my department, would be the ones to escort her onto the stage, oh, onto the field. For so, real. meet the stage. That's my Disney terminology coming in. Okay, so here so, we go. As, yeah. we, as we're talking about that, first of all, that's the funniest thing ever. So, we were talking about the Disney thing beforehand. And, um, like, can you explain. The terminology or did you when you got introduced to it was it like kind of the same thing as i was feeling like wait like okay because that really makes it like an on off stage type of thing like what did you do and then talk about that type of thing okay first. so i participated in the disney college program from january to june 2022 mm. um it's almost been a year since i went down there which is crazy to think about because i lived there for six months 
Um, I did retail on Main Street East in the Magic Kingdom, right in front of Cinderella's Castle, Castle, which Mm. means I was in the stores on the right-hand side. So the stores I worked at include the Confectionery, the Town Square Theater, which is where you would meet Mickey Mouse in Magic Kingdom. Wow, that's the place. That was my boss. Like, that's where everyone's trying to meet, like, the big guy. Mickey Mouse is my... Yes, he's my (laughs) boss. So... I currently work at Target as well, and whenever I put out Mickey Mouse merchandise, I feel like he's just following me. <laughs> like, I just feel like he's just in charge. Like, he was the one that was on our pay stubs. Bob really? Chapek, who was the CEO at Disney at the time that I yeah. worked there, his signature wasn't on it. It was Mickey Mouse's. He had his, like, photo, like, Wait, it would so, say, really? It's just a picture, like an icon of Mickey of Mouse Mickey on it. It'd be on like, it? on your checks? <laughs> yeah, on all my pay stubs. So he was it's obviously like my boss. Mickey bucks, you know? Yeah, so he was money. obviously my boss. So, like, I worked in the store where you would meet him. So that was like, big deal. Yeah. Um, And then I also worked in the Town Square uh, Cinema. It's not called the Town Square Cinema, it's just a cinema. And the Uptown Jewelers. So that's okay. where um, oh. Pandora Jewelers would come in. Their third party company would sell their jewelers they do in that there. Thing? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've never been do. to Disney World. Disney you haven't? I've never been my entire life. Actually, I think maybe uh, when I was like, if I do, I don't remember. I was like two or yeah. something like that. So, so it doesn't really count. I yeah. don't think so. Cause, um, but I do, like, I love the, the Disney vibe yeah. i don't know i've watched a ton of disney movies I, pixar are i could name my in my top 10 movies like favorites about probably three of them are pixar films i mm-hmm. love pixar so i got a i got a special place in my heart for disney it sounds like you do slash did so leading into it mm-hmm. what was your expectations going into this disney internship I knew the standards were going to be high, especially at my location. So mm. I try to explain where I worked to someone who hasn't been to Disney before. So it's kind of perfect you've never been there because yeah, yeah. that's how I try to explain it to people. I don't expect people to know everything about it. So I'm like, oh, I was in front of Cinderella's Castle. You know that Cinderella's Castle was kind of like the main icon of Walt Disney World. Yep. Um, so I could have been anywhere. Disney World has over 20-plus hotels. They have four theme parks. There's Disney Springs. There's two water parks. I could have been in any location. Usually, most people, college program is in the resorts, and which is the hotels. Yeah, and they'll yeah. do There's retail, 20 hotels. Over 20. There's over 20. How many, many I, people? I think it's 26 hotels. I might be wrong. Oh, but oh, 20 plus is cool. Yes. And do you know how many people per hotel? Oh, God. Like, Fucking a lot. Like, full-blown hotels. Let's just say a lot, yeah. All right, all like, right. full resorts. So. Not, like, a small little building. No. And that's where most of the interns go. That's just for guests. No. no that's saying, just like, for guests. Like oh, the, that's where most of them, like, work. Yes. So, okay, college right. students usually get placed in the resorts because there's over 20 of them and then they have retail stores or you can also be in quick service so you can work at the restaurants like literally every job in Walt Disney World is available for college students to apply to for an internship Mm. so especially there's custodial as well so you would clean the bathrooms and so I was expecting okay I'm gonna get custodial probably (laughs) I was just expecting the worst so that when I got there I wouldn't be disappointed and somehow some way my location was in front of Cinderella's castle the Magic Kingdom 
the spot. Which means we open an hour before the Magic Kingdom opens, which is mm-hmm. typically we would open our stores at 7 a.m. Magic Kingdom opens at 8. We are also the only street that would be open an hour after the park closes. Since Magic Kingdom is the main park, we would close the latest. We'd either close at 1 a.m., sometimes oh, 12, really? sometimes 2 a.m., which means it takes an hour and a half to close the store. You're not working there like a full day. Let's say I was closing and I was there till 2.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I would go between either 5 to 7 p.m. Some people have six-hour shifts from, like, 8, a- 8 p.m. Yeah. to 2.30 in the morning. And that would be a whole, oh like, God. shift. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I was so used to working till 1.30, 2.30 in the morning, and I wouldn't get home till like, 3.30 because I'd take the bus home. Or if I was lucky enough, I'd get a ride home. I did not have my car down there. Did you get paid? I did get paid. I got 14 an hour. However, my rent got taken out every week. Um, I was in a four by two, which means I had, there was four bedrooms for four people. Um, and then two people shared a bathroom. I got $205 taken out of my paycheck every single week. How much were you getting per paycheck? Like, what? After what rent, that? I would work between 40 to 50 hours a week, so I would get if I was a good day, I remember the most I got paid was about five hundred dollars, like usually four hundred. Yeah. If I was lucky enough, like three fifty was the average. Okay. Per week, which is like, all right. Yeah. However, I was like busting my ass, like being there until two thirty in yeah, the you're morning. Yeah, you Is a lot. Is a lot, and then I'd get home at three thirty, and then I'd sleep till like two thirty in the afternoon. Yeah. Just have to get up and then go right to work again. Right. So. In Florida, the minimum wage is below fourteen dollars. Isn't like twelve? I'm not I'm sure try. the correct amount, but it was below fourteen. So it's kind of like, oh, don't complain, your Disney employee, that you're getting fourteen an hour, because that's technically more than most people get in Florida, anyways. Cause my rent got taken out every week and my paycheck, mm. it just felt like. Uh, like it was just like because like when you pay your uh, rent you don't feel like obviously it takes a big chunk out but you don't think of that when you're getting your paychecks right like like, so it kind of gives you a little more freedom flexibility like it was really nice because i didn't have to worry about rent it just got taken out and have to like save up after the whole month did you kind of get used to it maybe as the months went on i did get used to it it was just like when I would have really bad days or if I was there really, really late, I just was so annoyed. I was like, I should be getting more than this. Yeah. Like, I'm doing so much and I don't feel like supervisors are doing the same as we are. We work hand in hand with guests and you need to make their experience magical. Like, yeah, yeah. Walt Disney World in front of Cinderella's Castle. This like, is the place. It's the standards were incredibly high, which is why I would get worked up so much. Did you feel like did they put you there for any particular reason? Did they know who you were? Like, did they know nope. you were a big fan? Nope. Cause like so, or most do most people that apply are they all huge Disney fans, or do some people just try to do it just because they're like, oh, cool, if we uh, summer in Florida, or whatever, or like it's spring in Florida. It's okay. mostly the fans, like I am. Right, right, right. However, there's just plenty of you. Yeah. yeah. However, but with that said, 
you have to be 100% committed to Disney in order to work and especially do the Disney College program because it's not the most benefit. It gets good on your resume, yeah. but the benefits that come with it while you're there, like, you have to just be committed to Disney in order to work there. Mm-hmm. The fact I moved down to Florida for six months and I missed my whole spring semester last year, um, it was worth it. I'm very glad I did. I was just Other gonna people, ask you, do you feel like it's worth it? For me, for people like me, yes. I would never recommend it to somebody who just likes Disney. You have to be, like, passionate about Disney. What, what like, kind of started your passion for Disney? My parents. Uh, my mom raised me on Disney. She, oh, my God, if you step into my house, Mickey Mouse doormat, Mickey Mouse lamb. Uh, we go picking on stuff like no joke yeah, like everywhere blankets pillows ornaments <laughs> in our cabinet salt and pepper shakers oh right right um right. cabinet doorknobs mickey mouse um so my boss is everywhere he's literally haunting me my boss is everywhere yeah <laughs> he's getting you he's haunting me he's everywhere yeah those big fucking mittens he's got on yeah. are they mittens like why has he got the gloves on you committing murders maybe maybe probably, probably. We- we don't speak of it. We don't so. speak. Oh, Mickey no. Mouse. Yeah. Um, so it was my mom. We used to go every year, and as me and my brother got older, we would go twice a year. Oh, really? Within the past two to three years, we've gone three times a year. Really? Um, so did they visit you while you were down there? Yeah. So my mom visited me three times, three times, for mm. and within six months, which is honestly a lot. My dad came down twice. Because I moved down there January 14th, 2022. My birthday was February 5th, 2022, and I turned 21. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah, it is Happy coming Happy early up. birthday. Thank you. I'll uh, not remember, so. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a month away, but still. Yeah. Um, so my dad came down when he moved me in, and then when it was my birthday, which my grandmother also came down, and, my, and it was like my 21st birthday I did not expect to spend with my mom, my dad, and my grandma. Yeah, right. In Disney World, but it was right. honestly great. Um, it's so sweet. It was a different type of good time, but it's a good time. Right. Me being in Disney gave my mom more of an excuse to go down there. So she was very happy. (laughs) No, I'm not even kidding you. When I left Disney, she cried because I was leaving. Not because I was coming home. She was happy. Yeah, she cried because it was over. The fun was over. Yeah, she cried because she was like, oh, no, I don't have an excuse to come down. So wait, did you go? So you worked there. So you wouldn't go to the parks with with her when she came down. I did. I got into all the parks for free, which was nice. That's one of the benefits. That's a big. I was just going to say. One of the benefits. However, Disney, because of COVID, has created a reservation system. So you have to get a reservation to come into the park. And sometimes the reservations were not available for cast members, which is kind of bullshit because it's like, I literally work at the Magic Kingdom. Why can't I come here as a guest? That's like going to a restaurant and then being like, okay, you're on the waiting list, even though you work there. That's crazy. So I would get really frustrated about that, but Disney heard our feedback and was like, yeah, that's not fair. So as time went on, mostly in March, I was able to go to the parks more, especially, and I would meet my family there. So That's nice. So yeah. what would you say is, like, biggest benefits, and what were some of the biggest highlights, highlights. positively? Like, what are the best moments from your six months? Okay, best moments, especially working in front of Cinderella's Castle. I did enjoy working past 1 or 2 a.m. because there would be an announcement that would be like, guests are all clear. Like, 
you have the park to yourself. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And then the music would shut off, and then all of a sudden, it's like the theme park is yours. So I would walk up and down Main Street USA, which is right in front of the castle. Oh, really? By myself. No music. I would just look around, and I'm like, this is the most visit Magic Kingdom specifically. This is the most visited theme park in the entire world. And I'm the only person on the street looking at Cinderella Castle. Like, it was just unreal. Like, that it was is just, really cool. You will never, ever, ever be able to have that experience unless you are a cast member there. And in that area, probably, too. In that area, specifically. Because so you're a select few. Yeah, like, I'm so lucky. Like, That's all really the cool. other areas, if you were in Magic Kingdom and Fantasyland or Liberty Square, you would leave an hour before us because they would close when the park closed. Mm-hmm. We stayed open an hour after the park closed, and it took an hour and a half for us to close the whole store and clean it all up right. after that closed. So we were there the latest. Um, so you got to go see the whole thing and, like, do it by yourself. And, like, yeah. for people that don't understand, like, just relate it to something you love. Like, I think I think the Celtics. Like, if I, yeah. if I worked at the Garden yeah. and I was there late, and they're like, all right, yep, place is closed. You can, and then, like, I could just go sit on the court. Yes. Like, that's what it feels like. Exactly. That's exactly what it feels like. Sit on um, the benches, you know, like, so, like, yeah. you know, places that, like, most people can't get to. Like, just. And imagine not one person being in the Garden with you at oh, the time. It's like almost like the a, whole stadium is empty. It's yeah. just you. It's the same thing that you kind of had going. That's really cool. It was just surreal knowing how much I grew up with Disney and I visited and stuff like that. And I thought I knew everything about Disney before I worked there. And then now that I have worked there, I feel like I didn't know anything. I didn't before. hear your I didn't hear your answer earlier. But what would okay. you? What was the percentage split? Like, what did you feel like you knew beforehand about Disney versus oh, what God. you feel like you know after percentage wise? I thought I knew a hundred percent about Disney Disney World specifically. Yeah. Um, I knew so much. All the history. All the past employees, like the important people, I would say I knew like fifty percent. And now really? I know just yeah. Just seeing it hands on is just so different from studying or reading books about it. You just don't mm. know until you're actually there. I saw this one thing saying there's a lot of pictures of Walt Disney. Obviously I don't know if it's Disney World of Land or whatever mm-hmm. attraction it was. But when there's pictures of him, he's pointing with two fingers like this. Mm-hmm. And they, I said, said someone, I saw someone say that it was because he was always holding the cigarette. And then they cropped out the cigarette from it. And, like, we're doing that. Like, I don't know, like, you probably didn't, you obviously don't hear about that. But, like, have you looked into any of these things? You know, if that's true? Um, that theory is probably true because Walt Disney died of lung cancer in 1966. So oh, so you know your shit. That's I do. She pulled out a <laughs> Because he died of lung cancer in his left lung, lower left brachialis, in 1966 on January 12th. That'd be sick. Wow, good for you guys. It was December 15th. It was December 15th? It was December 15th, 1966. His birthday is December 5th. Um, He was born in 1901. Wow. Um, He was 65 when he died of lung cancer. He was 65? Yeah, he wasn't that old. Wow. Yeah, Disneyland only opened in 1955, and then he died in 1966. Walt Disney World opened in 1971. He which never saw Disney World. He never lived to see Walt Disney World. So only his brother Roy did, and his brother Roy opened it October 1st, 1971, and passed two months later. Wow, Roy yeah. Disney. Yeah, this is his brother. And he was running the shits after. Yeah. Well, really? they both funded, like, 
what is now the Walt Disney Company in 1923, yeah. which is why it's a 100-year anniversary now in 2023. Um, oh. They were the two brothers that founded the company. All right. Interestingly, uh, for me, this is interesting, at least. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like, so I don't know if people are going to find this interesting, but I got to know. <laughs> uh, so, like, Walt Disney himself. Mm-hmm. It was his thing he made up Mickey Mouse. Like, he drew him the first... He was the guy and made, like, cartoons about it. Was that, was that like, what brought him... Because, like, this is... It's so much bigger than what it is now that yeah, it kind of gets lost as to, like, what even is Disney anymore. Yeah. Obviously, we all know Mickey Mouse and them. But, like, what was he just drawing cartoons and that's just what happened? Pretty much. So, in 1923, um, him and his brother Roy had their own animation studio. They came up with a character, and his name was Oswald. Um, he was a rabbit. That Oswald was the, the rabbit, original yeah, Mickey yeah. Mouse. And um, due to copyright laws at the time, right. they lost the rights to Oswald. Really? And he went Did over he... to Universal. Okay, yeah. Um, I was going to say, because I know what that is. Yeah. Um, and then after Oswald, it was like, what are we going to do now? That was like our main character. That was their Mickey Mouse at the time. Mm. And he was on a train. I'm not sure where, but he was on a train and he started sketching Mickey Mouse. But also, one As of his. As a conductor. He was just a passenger. Uh, he no, wasn't no, a conductor. He was the, on the train. Like, like, like drawing Mickey Mouse as a conductor. Is that yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen that flip book, like, fake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then there's um, another one of his animators, uh, um, Iwerks. I don't know if I pronounced that right. They were the two that were in charge of Mickey Mouse. So um, while he was on that train, he was going to name Mickey Mortimer Mouse. And his wife, Lillian, was like, that sounds ugly. Like, it needs to be (laughs) named Mickey. So that's how it came to be. Thank God, because Mortimer would have sucked. That sounds so bad. Yeah, Yeah, it's stupid. That's stupid. Thank God. So that's kind of the story of Mickey Mouse. So so see, you know what's up. I do. So that's why when I went to Disney, I was like, I know everything, blah, blah, blah. You don't know until you see it. Backstage especially. All right, so yeah, now explain the difference. What's what's backstage? What's what's stage, I guess? So on stage is everything guests see. So if you are a visitor of Walt Disney World, on the rides you eat in the restaurants basically everything you do on a vacation is on stage backstage is kind of like let's say you work at i work at target also you just go in the back room to get more Mm -hmm. products backstage in disney is that so where we would clock in where our break room was um where our bathrooms were where the characters put on the costume yeah well Maybe. That's just my theory. (laughs) Yeah. um, That would all be backstage where guests cannot see. Right. And they will not see. That's the difference is what guests will see and what guests won't see. That's Mm. offstage. Backstage. Right. Okay. So then, um, so what would you say is like, at least the things you can say, what was like the biggest like piece of information you learned? The biggest piece... Disney, okay, I'm going to talk about Disney merchandising. Okay. And I think it blows my mind. You know Anna and Elsa from Frozen? Yeah, yeah. They are not official Disney princesses. Be- right. Yeah. No, I knew that, but I don't know why. Why do so, I know that? Anna and Elsa are their own franchise with Frozen because they have Olaf, Sven, and Kristoff. So they have like their own pair of five people and they can advertise products with Frozen. 
you will typically not see Anna and Elsa with, let's say there's a Disney princess, mural, t-shirt, cup. They will not have Anna and Elsa on it because they have their own franchise with Frozen, which can be marketed and advertised as their own product. Disney princesses is like Rapunzel, Tiana, Snow White, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Ariel, all this stuff. I know it might not sound that interesting. No, however, once you, re- I used to stock the products on the floor. So if we were putting out Disney princesses dolls, we wouldn't have Elsa and Anna because they would be the Frozen dolls. So all of hmm. our products were split up um, by Disney princesses and then by Frozen itself. And I did not know the difference until I got to Disney. It might not seem that interesting, but it's interesting to me because oh, yeah. I could not put them in the same section or they'd have to be next to each other. They could not be integrated because they are their own franchises. I was going to say, is it because Frozen is so... Popular. It's so big. Like, it yeah. did so well that they were able to make another yeah. one. And they, there's two Frozens. Am I wrong? Am I right? Correct. No, you're right. But I feel like there's other, um, like, I think, like, who's who's another Disney princess? Like, I don't know. Couldn't you say Cinderella's, like, it's all, like, there's, like, they've been, we made Cinderella many, many times. I feel like Cinderella, in a lot of ways, that's, like, the most iconic princess. So, like, it's kind of weird that they feel like those are Disney princesses and this is, like, you're, you're only frozen. You're only frozen. You're only right. frozen. There must right. be a plan. Yeah, I think because, like, Olaf being, like, the snowman and, like, Sven and Kristoff, just the way that their characters are so unique that they don't need to be associated with Anna and Elsa is the reason why Frozen is so big. You can have Anna, you can have Elsa, you can have Olaf in three Mm. separate things. They each individually are as popular as the other person. Whereas if you have Rapunzel with her little... um, chameleon pascal you probably wouldn't recognize pascal without rapunzel whereas yeah, the you frozen wouldn't... characters you would and if you put that into like you know business terms at least like in terms of products like if you had a like a stuffed olaf versus a stuffed pascal right like you'd probably know olaf we, yeah we're all getting yeah. olaf i'd get no Olaf. Yeah. olaf's just a gangster even yeah. the uh sven and what's the uh what's the other name you said Christoph. Christoph, yeah. yeah. I even I know I could recognize those and know that they're from Frozen. Exactly. Whereas like and I I don't even know if I ever fully you know, I watched Frozen. I did watch Frozen one time. Yeah, I was babysitting, so I watched, I watched Frozen. It's not a bad movie, it's actually no, really good. It's pretty good actually. There's a huge plot twist and it's crazy. It's pretty vibes actually. Yeah. It's pretty what's up. Um I knew Homie was but whatever. I, mm-hmm. I yeah. I know some of those uh I love the Pixar movies from the Disney movies, but I grew up in the Disney movies. We had all the VHS tapes in my house. Yeah. And we'd pop in a new one. We'd pop all the time. I was I, that's like kind of what birthed my love for movies. More always was the Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite actually? Toy Story. Toy the original. Yes, Toy Story one, two, three. I don't like the fourth one. Fourth one was completely different. It, it was, was an animation masterpiece. Like in I terms do of like the that. art, it looked beautiful. Toy Story three had the most perfect closure ever. Mm, it did. I was and... so good with that. I just felt like it was ruined with Toy Story 4. Unnecessary. It was unnecessary. It was un- It was just more like, oh, we put a Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studios, so we have to keep creating movies so that more people will come, more characters, we can incorporate them into our theme parks. This is just my opinion. But I think Toy Story 3 was so perfect, and it should have ended there. Yeah. Um, but my favorite is Toy Story 1 and 2 because it appeals to all age, all genders, 
all any audience doesn't hmm. have to be just like a little girl with the princess me and my family watch it so many times and we laugh every time Woody's like you are a toy cause it's just... you are a toy so that good voice actors is my too. answer it's funny cause they got yeah. good actors to be like the voice like Tom Hanks and yeah. uh, Tim Allen right yeah. like it's kind of funny I think usually they, like um, they'll try to get someone maybe that's known more for voice oh you don't need to pay that crazy to get like an iconic voice because it's just like you know yeah you're not gonna see them you know so it right. doesn't really matter but um they kind of think of uh for dory for finding dory mm. finding nemo like ellen Mil- kills that low right. key. yeah and like i mean i don't know if she was like a lot of money to get ellen like maybe like the second time but like early 2000s was it like it couldn't have been too crazy to get someone like alan she's not as big as tom hanks you yeah. know like how much you got to pay tom hanks to play a yeah a cowboy mm-hmm. in a some random movie he was the biggest star in the world probably around at the time what was mm-hmm. that the night was it the 90s toy story one came out in um 1995 wow. the second one was 1999 wow so the second one was out before we were even born yeah and then uh toy story 3 was 2010 do you know what that gap's about? Yeah. That happened with a lot of animated movies, I feel like. A lot I of things had a gap. I just don't think they gap. were planning on doing, like, they already had a sequel, which was, like, at the time, really risky. Toy Story 2 was supposed to come out to direct to D- DVD, but because the franchise became so popular, they decided to do it in movies. So I don't think they were planning on doing a third or fourth movie because they didn't think it was going to be successful in the box office. I love the third one. Third one's my favorite. I, sure. I make I cry every single time. I've never <laughs> been able to watch it without crying. That and Up. Up, I've I was just about to say. never been able to watch those without crying. Up. Every single time. But Up, it's like... They ain't even saying nothing when I'm crying. Like, I just watched yeah. their whole life go by, and it's just like you just cry. Like it's just I, sad. It just makes me want to cry. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck's going on right yeah. now? Like, yo, this shit's stupid. Like, yo, let's put on something else. <laughs> That's me when I'm watching up. I'm never like, let's watch up. No, I <laughs> will never say that. Cause you can't. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Cause you just want to cry. If you're asking to watch up, you're asking to cry. So yo, you, let's all cry together. You might as well just say <laughs> that. Because yes. fucking Up is crazy. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's like, oh, you want to watch a masterpiece, maybe? Yeah. But if yeah, you don't yeah. want to, if you want to watch something casual, don't watch. <laughs> don't watch movie. Up. Yeah. Do Up's not crazy. watch that movie. You have to be no. very in like a vulnerable moment. You yes. Know, like, to watch some Up. Yeah. Um, when I first watched it, it caught me so off guard. You know everything. Like I wish yeah. I could watch it for the first time again. Because I remember watching that like that that montage. That's mm-hmm. the that's what gets me at least personally. That's like mm-hmm. the part. I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, it's all happening. It's mm-hmm. and like, then like the tears come, like literally just tears. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. why am I crying at this fucking animated movie right now? And I think that was the movie that definitely gave me like the perspective of like, oh, Pixar does something completely different than like. Yeah. This is why I love Pixar movies way more, not way more, more than Disney, because like at least like, it I know they're better. technically the same, but like they le- they let them do their own thing, because it's just the quality of them. And, like, the story they tell is so fucking incredible. Every time, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, really cool. I've always been a big fan. Do they have, yeah. like, entire sections in Disney World of, like, just Pixar stuff? Yeah. Uh, especially, and do they differentiate it? 
Um, especially in Hollywood Studios, because they have a Toy Story Land now. They have a lot of stuff in Hollywood Studios. But going back to what you're saying about Disney and Pixar, I love Pixar too, mm. because that was originally its own company without Disney, and then it was purchased by Disney in 2007, but it was able to have its own company before it came into Disney. And I think they still drive the same way as they do yeah. even though they're owned by disney and like they introduced 3d animation on computers and now disney really? adopted that animation was toy story the first it was it was that was the first 3d animated movie it was yeah wow I yeah didn't know that. and um a lot of people did not think that it was going to be successful uh, billy crystal who voices i know billy crystal yeah he voices mike wazowski monsters inc was originally oh asked to be the role of Buzz Lightyear. And he did not think that the movie was going to be successful, Toy Story. So he was like, no, no, I'm not going to. And then Tim Allen came in. Once Toy Story was such a success, Billy Crystal was like, why did I give that up? And then he was like, I want to do your next project. That's why he is Mike Wazowski. Really? Wow. See, like, okay, so you know everything. See, I thought (laughs) I knew everything. And then I worked at Disney, and now I do know What did you learn, though? Like, what did you, like, at least... That was okay. The Disney Princess thing—that's just marketing itself. Um, that's really cool because like, it's yeah. Like, um, you know, you, I'm in marketing, so like mm-hmm. for me, that's like really interesting. Like it's yeah. just like seeing. That, I had like, no idea. Because I understand that. you need to like they can't be in the same. They're probably not even imaged together much. Yeah. They and like yeah, even having them next to that, I bet they avoid because yeah. then like they they're like hey, just like we want Frozen to be its own entity, because I guarantee you that they got a plan where it's like Frozen and like these two are like their own entire thing. They probably will have movies popped off of Frozen yeah. and then they'll have those and they'll all be in the Frozen section. And then maybe one day they'll bring them into the, once they're not doing as well money-wise, they can bring them into the fold. But for now, while it's such a engine on its own, I bet they're like, yo, let's just ride them separate. Exactly. Separate. Exactly. I so think it is cool. Really, really interesting. The thing with Frozen also is that they have Sven, Kristoff, and Olaf. So it's like, oh, you don't need to be a little girl just like Elsa and Anna. You can be whoever you are, and you can like all these characters. It doesn't need to be this princess finding a husband and becoming royalty. Mm. Um, I think that's the main difference about Frozen. Also, it's like a sister relationship rather than them trying to find their significant other the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Makes it really pretty that way. Yeah. Um, okay. So things I learned. Um, oh my God. I don't even know. Like so much. Uh, I have a question for you. Actually. Yeah. How, how big was the contract? What do you got to sign? What do you mean? Like just like, stuff? Just like, uh, cause like you gotta like just in general, like to work anywhere, like you're going to have like what you can, can't say like how, like did you read it? Like how big is it? Like what are we talking? You know how you have, like, a code of conduct, no matter, like, even when you go to school, there's that. There was specific paperwork being, like, let's just say there's specific paperwork per thing. All right. Um, Before I went there, I had to sign a lot of those, especially I... Before you went down? Yeah, so working in Magic Kingdom in the underground tunnels for example i had to sign a waiver being like you cannot take pictures down here you cannot take videos it's prohibited you can get fired if you do mm. so that's just an example and it would be stuff like that okay basically but and i wouldn't say there's like three or four just to keep the realism alive really yeah have people gotten in a lot of trouble for that like you know fired any examples immediately. fired immediately immediately 
Yeah. On the spot. Mm-hmm. That's really crazy. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like um, after this internship, like, would you ever see yourself working in Disney going forward? Or, like, do you feel like, all right, I've seen what I needed to see? And that's kind of just the end of it for you. I would like to return to Disney as a higher position than I was with the college program. Right. I don't think I would ever work in the parks again. Um, let's say when I work for Disney again, I want to be one of the executive people who makes decisions. I want to be the person who oversees everything mm. and makes changes. Um, so that's the plan. Well, so what in uh say all right they give you the keys to the magic kingdom Mm -hmm. they're like yo gab we know we saw your podcast (laughs) (laughs) we we know you got some good ideas Mm -hmm. like what what would you do oh god change first especially college program i um interns i would try to raise their pay at least a dollar at Mm. least because the shit they go through i couldn't have my nails painted i couldn't have my nose ring in Mm. I, if you cry, if you're in a bad mood, you have to go backstage. You cannot be on stage. It's just like you have to be a character. Like, although I was not in entertainment and I wasn't a character performer, I still felt like a character doing retail because it's like you have to put on this persona. You have to go into work being like, I'm a cartoon character in a movie. You, so what were the, you're not the like a real to, person. You had to do. What were some of the things you had to do? Like I know you said the bathroom thing. Like, how, like what yeah. So every time we went to the bathroom, we could not say, "Oh, I'm gonna go to the bathroom." You say, "I'm gonna go fly a kite." <laughs> like to the how? Okay, wait. But... To to your people who are around you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then wait, everyone you, knows. Wait, okay, time out, time out. Yeah. So to the people around you, like just like your coworkers. Yeah. You you can't even say like. You could whisper in their ear, I guess, but it's like Mickey Mouse would shoot me. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> it just with Disney, it's like you need to put on this persona that you are not a real person. You are a person from a cartoon or like a live action film that isn't real. You're not supposed to have your own identity and working in disney mm. so when you say something like i'm gonna go fly a kite okay. it's supposed to relate to the disney universe that you're living in all right yeah. how about anything else like that are there other things uh like if there, there was an definitely issue? is what I if there was like an issue it. like if there was like a problem somewhere um our code no i can't say the code word there's the code a code word, word. um if something Bubbles. medical <laughs> <laughs> if something medical happens or and we all know the word um so either we would like stand in front and be like yeah we can't how can we help you yeah or we would just mind our own business and be like to get back to work um, uh, how many um what what percentage of the people because I know you need to, if you're going to bring your kid, you have to be an adult to bring your kid. But, like, how many people, how many adults would you say pull up to Disney, like, just the adults? Oh, God. A lot. A lot <laughs> more than you would expect. I know a podcast. That, it's a Disney podcast, actually. It's called There's Liv- many. Living the KG Life. She just, uh, she's pretty dope, actually. She releases a lot of really cool stuff. She, like, released, like, a giveaway. She gave away, like, tickets to Disney. And, yeah. like, like, paid for your hotel, flight, and everything. It was, like, really cool. It was, like, a, mm-hmm. I think it might have been last year. But um, I know, like, these people, like. And she has a good good amount of followers. I don't know, like maybe like over a thousand, well over a thousand on 
Instagram. She has a mm-hmm. whole podcast. She talks about like you know she loves Disney, loves mm-hmm. it. I don't know if she's seen it the way you've seen it. Yeah, but she loves <laughs> Disney, this lady. So I feel like um, like do you have to do you treat them the same as you treat the kids, for the most part? For the most part, especially with kids, I think the big difference is I would give kids little stickers. Mm. Um, we have these stickers with all the Disney princesses on it. Not Anna and Elsa, but the rest of them. <laughs> right, right. The rest of them. And I'd be like, I just talked to Cinderella in the castle, and she told me to give out these stickers for all the princesses I see in the park. And I would oh, give it to cute. them. Whereas adults would be more like, how's your day? What are your plans? So this is why um, Disney is so cool. Because, like, right. you guys really do you do the shit. And, like, yeah. everyone's doing it. Is this, yeah. Is a piece of it, like, because I know every workplace around across America, they're, they're in their mind – they they put down the rules, they have like a way that they want the restaurant or the retail target whatever it is run, and they think that like by them setting the standard everything's gonna be met perfectly and everyone's gonna be like the best worker ever, but only at a few places do you get that Disney Chick fil A my pleasure yeah you know, like my it's pleasure true. my pleasure they yeah. they love it yeah but Disney they do that too is part of it like the peer pressure of like everyone's doing it so you gotta is it the love for Disney like what kind of gets you? Because you have to do that every day. It's a combination of both, and it's kind of like if you don't do that, you stand out. You can tell when someone out of everybody is not in it, and you can stand out that way. Okay. Yeah. So like people would who would say out loud, "I'm going to the bathroom." It's kind of like we're all saying we're gonna go fly a kite. Like why are you gonna be the one person to ruin it? You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're all fucking saying it, so you should say it too. <laughs> Like, I think it's people who didn't care also. Like, just this, for me personally, I felt my standards were so high because we were in front of Cinderella's castle. Like, mm. one day, um, our... And you know what that means, you know, as opposed yeah. to somebody who might not, like, so, really care. So, I'll tell an example to show how serious this was. Our coordinators were like, we're closing tonight. This place has to be spotless because Good Morning America is coming in tomorrow morning and doing a segment on our specific store that's going to explain all of our products. So this place must be spit spot. Mm, mm. Good Morning America was doing a segment on our store on the confectionery. So it's like, oh, obviously I'm going to work harder knowing how high those standards are. Um, One time we saw... Disney has a, a program with it's called Run Disney. So if you want to run a half marathon, a 5K marathon, you can sign up for that. We saw a Run Disney commercial getting filmed right outside on the street. Oh really? Yeah, and it's just like stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, there's a commercial filming outside. Like, be normal inside. So it's like, this stuff is on camera. That's why my standards were so high. Cause I was like, and you also don't know who's gonna walk into the store because i met mariah carey one day yeah in our store yeah so what's up with that let's talk about that for a second yeah so one day there was like so much security outside of our store and our coordinator said to all of us like there's a very important person coming in don't even look at them don't even talk to them didn't say who it was didn't say who it was and i went to my coordinator i was like you need to tell me if it's Chris Evans or Zac Efron because if it is, I'm gonna pass out. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I was hey, like, if Chris Evans walked into a place I was in, I would also pass. I'd out. pass out. That's my hero. So I was like, just please tell me if it's one of the two because Chris Evans actually goes to Disney three times a year. He loves the Disney. He d- well, he's an Avenger. Yeah, but does he like? So well, like, you know, so he goes. No, he goes all the time. But also, it's kind of like. 
if he goes, there's going to be media around. So right, it's like, so you'll know. Yeah, so you'll, like when he was the voice Captain of Buzz Lightyear in the new movie, right. they did so much press for that. Because it's like, oh, you're in Walt Disney World. Didn't Let's like take It didn't do that good, remember? It did right? not do that good. And I'm going to admit, it's not my favorite movie as well. I haven't even watched it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 uh, underwhelming. That's my opinion. I feel like but... they didn't have a story. You know? Like, that's the problem yeah. with, like, doing spinoffs of side characters. Like, yeah. you know, you really need that side character to be really interesting not funny for two seconds like donkey Mm -hmm. in shrek couldn't have his own story because he's funny for a couple seconds that's what his thing is he doesn't have his own but they say the the new puss in boots movie they say that is really good that's Mm -hmm. what i hear at least that's what people have been Mm -hmm. saying you want to know why because puss in boots you know stupid as it seems like for real there's a lot of intrigue Mm-hmm. And like, how the fuck is this assassin cat ninja thing? Like, what it what does it do? Like, yeah, you know, there's intrigue in like the way it lives. Um, I bet there's. I feel like one thing that comes to mind is like Harry Potter. I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan, but like, I know a lot of the side characters have a lot of intrigue to them. Mm-hmm. Like, you could make something about like I know Snape or like, like you know Voldemort, whatever. Like, they have a lot of intrigue. They leave a lot to be said. But I feel like Buzz Lightyear. We fucking we knew the shits. I think the one thing we didn't know was, like, in the first one when he's, like, um, the Galactic Empire. And you kind of wonder, well, how did you he become villains with Zerg? Yeah. That was yeah, kind of yeah. the one question. And it was kind of like, oh, he pretends that he's this real space ranger, but he's actually a toy. Like, what was his backstory? But you don't need a whole movie about it. I just don't think the movie... For how big Buzz Lightyear is supposed to be as an astronaut and as he is, I don't think the movie showcased him as a hero as the toy Buzz Lightyear does. That's mm. so Disney of me to say. <laughs> but no. It's yeah. my, that's what I think. I think, uh, and yeah, I think a good, you had a, um, we're about to say, I feel like what I was thinking, it's not a movie. Like This should be like a three-part short. Disney Plus can have a series. show about it. Really quick, and it could be yeah. much less production. You don't yeah. need Chris Evans. Pay him all that money. Whatever mm-hmm. you got paid. Good for you, Chris. Um, but you don't got to pay him all that bread. Mm-hmm. You can just get somebody, do the do it, you know, have someone that sounds like Buzz Lightyear, and just go through the story, because that would be fun, and it would be fun to, like, learn that little side story. Yeah. But, like, you know, the whole idea, like, even in, like, you know, you think about, in Toy Story 2, what does he say? He, like... They, like, make fun of, like, the Star Wars thing. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I am your father yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. it's just, like, it's funny. But, like, yeah. that's kind of the idea. That story is funny. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear, we can't, we do not take Buzz Lightyear seriously because it's, like, a delusion. Mm-hmm. So it would be cool to see maybe in, like, even, like, a 2D animation form, like, what that delusion was. Like, just so we, right. could, we could have some insight, but not more than, like, 45 minutes right. of screen. Yeah. The, whatever story they built, it just felt it's fake because, like, it just doesn't match up, I don't think. Um, also, the storyline has a lot of things relevant to 2022. And they say that the story is supposed to take place in 1995 when Andy gets Buzz. And it's pretty clear that it's a 21st century story. Really? Let's just put it that way. Put it that way? Yeah. Okay. Um, it doesn't seem like it would be something from 1995, which was... That was a plot hole. All right, wait. Yes. So, sorry. But you 
Mariah Carey. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So Start that was an example. Start from the Start from the Sorry. So it wasn't Chris Evans and it wasn't Zac Efron. <laughs> my coordinator came up to me. He whispered in my ear. He was like, it's not either of them. I can tell you that. I was like, okay, honestly, good. Because Disney, if one of them walked in and I freaked out, I peed my pants, I threw up, I passed out, yeah. I'll get fired. Because it's like, you're supposed to treat these people as normal people. They are guests in our store at Walt Disney World. That is how they need to be treated. And that's why I needed to know if it was them. Because I was like, I have to go backstage. Because like, <laughs> I will I'm not sure. be able to control myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm standing at the doorway. And I didn't even expect it to happen. And then Mariah Carey walks in. And she's with all her family. And she had these like high heel crystal shoes on. Oh. But she had black leggings. And she had a black sweatshirt on. And a uh, black mask on. Wow. So they were all wearing masks. Kind of like camouflage themselves. Yeah. Um, She's so then, dramatic, though. With her heels on, with okay. leggings, She's you so know who it is. It's yeah. Mariah Carey. Um, and all my coordinators are like, don't even look at her. Don't even talk to her. But since I was standing right at this doorway and she walked in, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to treat her like a human being. And I was like, right. hi, how are you? And she waved to me and she was like, hi. <sighs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, I would have melted. Yeah, well. Well, it's Mariah Carey. Yeah, like, I was fuck? just. Yeah, so. I'd start je- singing Jesus, Oh, What a Wonderful Child to her. I'd be like, yo, you, you're my childhood. That's yeah. everything. Um, I was just like, hi, how are you? And then her family was there, too. And also at Disney, I forgot to mention, I had three different costumes. So my costume of that day, I was stocking the show. So I was putting out merchandise. Okay. And so I was, like, kind of fixing things, whatever. And her family actually approached me and was asking me questions about our products. So we had, oh like, Rice Krispie Treats. She there? Yeah, she was saying literally And they were there. asking you questions. And, like, yeah. you're like, yeah, no, so there's a... <laughs> yeah, so they... <laughs> so they... We make home... One of the only things we... One of the things we make in the confectionery is homemade cotton candy. So okay. she was standing to the cotton candy machine um, watching. Her family approached me and was like, how long do these Rice Krispie treats last? Like, actually asking me legit oh, questions. Oh, that's so cute. And I acted like the responsible employee as it? I should have. Yeah, and I was, like, <laughs> I was like, well, there's an expiration date on the back, but if you just put it in the fridge after a few days, it expires, like, it's fine. Like, <laughs> And then um, one of them... I don't know who her family members were or whoever she was with, if he was even family, but they were like, thank you for letting us know. I know she's going to be back. She has an annual pass. And she was like, yeah, I'll be here in a few weeks. I was like, oh, then when you come back, like, it should be fine. And I just felt so good because it was like, wow, I treated these people like normal people. And that's exactly what I had. I also have to do this with my role in the Red Sox. So when I escort people onto the field who are singing the national anthem, throwing out the first pitch, I told them about the story about Mariah Carey and her family. And I was like, I treated them like normal people. I did not say hi to them. I did not pretend they weren't there. I was just pretending they were normal people and helped them. Yeah. Red Sox love that. They were like, that's awesome. This is exactly how you're supposed to treat people when we're having guests. Which completely prepared me for the Red Sox role. Did they give you the fist pump like I did just now? Pretty much. Pretty much. Like, like a verbal <laughs> fist pump. They're like, yeah. that's great. Pretty and, much, and you're yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. So <laughs> that's cool. So, because yeah. I, I wonder, um, actually, something different. I, because uh, you're very good with like people in general. Like, you like, like you can just, you can talk like really well. Thank you. Um, so I feel like 
that's one of those moments. I know sometimes I'm in a, I'm in a place where like I'm like, oh wow, like they're lucky that it's me. Because, like, imagine yeah. if you were, I'm sure you had some coworkers that you felt like if they were in that position, it wouldn't have been that same love or that same type of, like, you know, professionalism. I don't think anyone would talk to them because all my coordinators were literally like, don't talk to her. Don't even look at her. Yeah. And I kind of was like, well, I was only there for six months. So I was like, this isn't, I'm not going to be here forever. I embarrass so, myself. Screw. Yeah. I'm like, okay, we got to obey the rules, but obey it in the way it should be. Like treat them as normal people and yeah. that's exactly what i did and her family approached me and i kept my cool and i was like if you have any more questions just let me know and then they ended up leaving but i was like that's, that's what, what i wanted to do yeah. and i thought that was respectful and it was and they got fine. the real experience i bet that yeah. you're saying hello i bet that you answered the questions i bet you were one of the few people that really did it that way the whole day you yeah. know because every day you know like you Fucking Mariah Carey just walked in. They so, like, left the store because people were, like, pulling out their phones and taking videos of her. They realized she was only in the store for, like, not even three minutes. So that's why it was so surreal that I got to talk to her family and got to talk to her because they were in the store for three minutes before people started realizing it was her and they had mm-hmm. to escort her backstage. So VIP br- people like that. They bring her backstage. Yeah, so people, VIP people like that. With the kids. Yeah. They get put backstage because they're going to draw a crowd around everybody. And Mm. that's, like, not part of the Disney magic. They want everyone to have their own experience. You know what I think would be a cool idea? If they, like, obviously, like, if you're Mariah Carey and you're bringing your kids, like, you want to bring your kids around Disney. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't want to have to, like, separate. But I feel like if they really want to check something out, you should be able to, like, call over, like, I don't know, even someone, like, like, say, like, there's another Daffy Duck there. You just be like, hey, like, can you walk my kids in and out of here and take care of them while they're in there? Because then Daffy Duck will draw attention, but he won't draw attention like Mariah Carey mm-hmm. type of attention. It's funny you so say that. walk them around and then get out and then bring the kid to me and we can go do the rest. Because I can't go in that place right now because I know there's a million mm-hmm. people in there. It's funny you say that because celebrities like that get their own VIP tour guide. So, for example, Ariana Grande's mom and her brother, Frankie Grande, came into our store, the confectionery. Um, I was freaking out Frankie Grande was in there because he was on Big Brother. And I was just like, I need to ask you questions about Big Brother. But um, people like that have their own VIP tour guide so that if they had somebody who wanted to be normal and, like, wanted to walk around like the kids, they could go with the VIP tour guide and be able to do that. That's which, cool. Yeah. So, That's nice. Do people um, know what the VIP tour guides look like, though? So they kind of yes. know what's up. But, but it's not the famous person, it's just his family, really. Right, so, so like, Frankie Grande cool. and then Ariana Grande's mom actually came up to the register, ordered, and, like, paid, like, a, like for real. Like, Mariah Carey really? had the VIP tour guide pay for everything at the register while she went backstage. But because they were kind of more low-key, they were able to pay themselves. And the VIP tour guide just stood at the side of the store. Did they wait in, like, a line? Yeah, they even went in a <laughs> line and everything. I was like, this is awesome. And that's how I was freaking out Frankie Grande, because I was like... You're on Big Brother, like you're not Ariana Grande's brother, like yeah. you're on Big Brother, like did I you, knew uh, it was you. Did they like pay? Did, like when they bought things, did it feel different? Did it feel like it, like the money didn't matter to them? Like probably. Because like, I feel sure. like I well, I feel like if I was to like watch somebody, like, uh-huh. I, you ever see the video of Michael Jackson walking around the art museum, walking around that like this art place? I don't think I have. Yeah, I mean, he walks around this place, mm-hmm. and like everything is ten thousand dollars plus. Yeah. And he has, like, six guys with him, eight guys with him, whatever. 
Oh, I, I like that one. Get get that. Can, do you have extra of those? I'll get two of those. I like this painting. I want it. I want this pillar. Just but just like yeah. 10,000, 10,000, 20,000, mm-hmm. 70,000. How much is this? How much is this right here? One million? I'll have three of those. It's like the scariest thing seeing how money can be spent. So I wonder, even like waiting in the line, they're still so normal. Like she's young. Like Art Grande is young. But like, I feel like someone, someone like Mar- Mariah Carey. Yeah. She just walks around like, oh yeah, like money isn't even in like the, her mind. Like, <laughs> at places like that, like Disney, where it's expensive to like civilians, she could legit just buy the whole thing. So like she don't even think about what she's spending. Yeah. And I also wonder, um, like if I were to go to Disney and I was famous, I feel like I wouldn't mind like, hmm, I say that now, but I'm not famous. But I wouldn't mind like people coming up to me like almost like. That's part of the fun of the of the day, cause it's like it's Disney. It's everyone's having fun. Like everyone's smiling. Mm-hmm. The place is nice. Like all the workers are getting walked up to too. Like you could mm-hmm. get a picture with like The Rock and and Mickey Mouse at the same mm-hmm. time. I think that'd be cool if I was famous. Like I that. honestly think it depends on the celebrity as well. So yeah. for example, JoJo Siwa was in our stores one day, and she was walking around the park as if she was nobody. She was posting on her Instagram her location, and she roamed the. <laughs> Park, really? And you were able to approach her. Are you there she, too? I wasn't there. My coworkers were uh, though. I wasn't working that day. I was really upset. But I saw on her Instagram she was walking around the park, and like the she came into I our. St- I know. I was so <laughs> mad. I, but I work from five to two thirty in the morning. Yeah. Every day. And to I, be fair, it I was literally the day after Mariah came into the store. So I was really? like, okay, I just met Mariah. It's fine. If so is that the here. only Mariah a Grande? Um, the most famous people, yeah. Then I met like some podcasters and like like the one you were talking like about, the me. Disney one, yeah. Like yeah. I met a few people <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously I know they're kind of like local celebs, but yeah, yeah. I met um the chairman of Disney Parks experiences and products which is like a step below ceo i was Mm. able to meet him i met a lot of people who are higher up in disney so that was really important to me and that was more nerve-wracking they were by seeing them yes i knew i knew this guy the one i just said he didn't even have a name tag on and i knew his name is josh tomorrow and i just saw him he wasn't wearing a name tag and i freaked the f out and the girl i was with she was like what the fuck are you doing? They were like, why are you freaking out? And I was like, it's Josh tomorrow. Like, like so like, close to being CEO of the Disney. It ain't Josh today. Yeah. That's Josh tomorrow right there, girl. I'm scared. And I was freaking out. And then we ended up talking to him. I got a picture oh, of him and cool. everything. Um, I was able to have a meeting with the manager of public affairs of all of Walt Disney World. And my major is concentrated in public relations. So the fact I was able to meet with a person who runs public relations of all of Walt Disney yeah, World. Yeah. Um, and like the corporate building where you have to get signed in and it's like high end security. You can never go in there as a guest. Like stuff like that. It was just so important to me. And that's why the experiences was worth it for me. Because I was mm. able to make those connections. And I networked as much as I could. I um, talked to the vice president of Magic Kingdom before. Um, they have Walt Disney World ambassadors. So basically the same thing I'm doing at Fenway, but like as Walt Disney World, yeah. I was able to have um, like one-on-one talks with them and about their career and all that. So that's really cool. The people I met who are higher up, I just like, 
I felt like I did everything I needed to <laughs> were they nice? down there. Yeah, so nice. They were so helpful, too. That's they were great. like, I was in your position before, and look where I am now. And I'm like, so, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah, take yeah. that. Remember me, remember me, remember yeah, me. Yeah, no, literally. Please I'm like, me, please remember me. <laughs> I actually, when I met Josh tomorrow, I spoke coffee all over myself because I was so excited. And then I go, <laughs> yeah, um, I just spoke coffee all over myself because I was so excited. So if I ever see him again, I'd be like, I was a girl who spoke coffee on myself. Hey, hey, it's good to differentiate yourself whenever way you can. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. What what a good experience then. So then you came back and like you missed out on a semester. You said you feel like it was worth it. Maybe not for someone that like is doing it that is doing it just to do it though. Yeah, no, don't. Yeah. <laughs> if you're someone just be like, Yeah, it'll be fun. Don't. Don't no. It ain't would not be worth it. No. Okay. All right. But like if you're like a diehard Disney. Yes. Do you feel like you did you walk out like more of a diehard Disney or less? Or like is it just a different like now you've seen behind the curtain, you know? So, like, you know, like, a, a, a teacher that was a great student that loved being a student, it's, like, they may be a bigger fan of, like, education now that they're, like, a teacher and they see that side. But, like, they're never going to be, like, the learner that they once were. Yeah, now that's the way what, to put it. Like. like, for example, like, I don't need to go back to Disney for a few more years. I have a whole friend <laughs> really? group down there, and I would love to see them. That would be the reason I went down to Disney, to see my friends. I don't need to go again on a family vacation for a while. I just know I went on the rides over and over and over and over and yeah, over again. Yeah, how often were you doing oh, Disney every day, stuff? Every day. Every day. Yeah, I'm here. Fuck it. Exactly. I got for free when I could, and I was like, I'm going to take advantage of it. So my perspective is different now. I see everything from a business side, but I knew that that was going to happen going into it. Right. So that's why I don't recommend the college program for a lot of people who aren't passionate about Disney because... Hey there. Um, you guys know me as a lot of things, probably like, you know, podcast or friend, whatever that may be. One thing you might not know is that I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> so for like maybe like the eighth, ninth time, I forgot to clear some storage on my phone. So I, I lost uh, Gabby's video, which is really the only one that matters, of course. Um... At least the last like 30 minutes of it. You can enjoy on Spotify or just you can watch the rest here. I'm going to put up a picture of like, maybe I'll just make it go to black, honestly, because I'm embarrassed of myself. Um, yeah, otherwise, keep enjoying the episode. Thank you for watching. And uh, if you see this like or hear this, then um, yeah, thank you for even getting this far. Uh, okay, back to the episode. Bye. You are going to have that realization. Like if you were growing up on Disney and everything and you do all your research and you want to learn more, like I was sick on going family vacations with my family. I was like, we do the same stuff every time. I want to do something different. We go three times a year. Yeah. Like we would do different things, but it's the same area. So I was like, I want to step it up a notch. I want to learn more. And now I feel like. I don't need to go back for a while because I know I know too much to be honest. Go to one of the people work and be like, "I gotta fly a kite," and they're like, "Yeah." They're like, "What?" <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna go into the tunnels. They're like, mm. <laughs> "Yeah." They're like, "What would they do to you if you tried?" What if you What if you stood up on one of the tables or one of the shots? You're like, "There are tunnels that run underneath and around the whole kingdom." Like. Would I would get kicked out and not let back into the Magic Kingdom. I'd get shot in the forehead. Yeah. First of all, Mickey would be like, you are my boy. You sign all these documents. <laughs> so we have you on record. And yeah. two, you're never coming back in the So is it a lifetime again. thing? 
uh or like do you or does it expire do you not know because actually we just kind of said that but like, yeah i think that now that i'm not employed with walt disney world it's fine however the ndas and non-disclosure agreements are live right yeah yeah so like that's why i'm like i'm not gonna say specific I know. Words do you know any because... is it what's like the worst thing that you can say do you know What's, like, the craziest thing that you can say? Anything? That I can say? Yeah. The craziest thing? Yeah. I can't. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Uh, okay. How about this? Um, I don't know. What about Walt's frozen head? You can't because they, they, they are so out on. No. <laughs> well, they're so out on that. They're, yeah. like. They don't even make give you because if they gave you NDAs on that, if they gave people NDAs on that, then like, you'd be basically confirming it. it, it I can say, yeah. I've not seen evidence of Walt Disney's head in the tunnels. But we can also say it was a little cold down there. <laughs> if there was a freezer. <laughs> I did not see Walt Disney's head, head in the tunnels, <laughs> and there's no evidence of him being down there. Wait, what about the other That's way? for Mickey. That's for hear. Mickey. That's my statement. Mickey. Hey, Mickey. Yeah. There's, we, we got nothing. Not that I know of, no. I But you know what's going to be funny, though? Let's say, let's say it is down there. Let's say, let's just say it Let's is. just say. Just in a what-if world mm-hmm. where, where the make-believe is real, like Disney would want. Um, if, like, the Neuralink thing comes to play, a lot of these, like, they can reboot the genes and the, they can get the brain to work again and his head is chilling there and they got it and they do bring him back like they're gonna look like they made a genius move you know he he, he was just thinking ahead oh well pun, pun intended uh really he was just thinking ahead of everybody else he's like i know one day we'll get there with how with how far things have come in my day so you know for now it's like taboo but one day that's going to be, like, the fact, maybe. Who knows? Hey, people we'll thought that People thought that JFK got killed by one guy. I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure. Like, do you know, like, the documents got leaked on JFK of, like, everything that happened to him? Not leaked. They got, like, disclosed to, like, the public. And so, obviously, no one's going to read through that shit. Because, like, why would me and you see, like, be like, oh, let's look through the documents of K- JFK's murder and see what's up. Mm-hmm. But apparently, from what I was seeing, like, that people that actually do that shit they saw like the cia was in on it wanted them dead so there's more to, there's more to this world than we know who knows yeah yeah aliens are real all types of shit probably probably so other than well we've talked about disney for a long time that i was know good though. yeah we, we, we did can like shit, change though. the subject yeah, what else do, i know but there was more we wanted to discuss when you like i could there. go on i could talk about this for like 10 hours because there's mm. just so much it's a, it that was a happened. full six months of your life. Full six months. Yeah, I turned 21 when I was down there, which yeah. was, like, awesome because then I was able to buy alcohol when I was there. Which was yeah. Awesome. Did you go out on weekends, like, when you were down there? Thursday nights. There's this place called Cowboys in Cowboys. Orlando. Thursday nights, the drinks were $3 for ladies and no cover fee. So we went every single Thursday. So you made friends down there? Or did, you have any, did you have any you knew that went down there? I made friends down there, and they're all still nobody. there. I knew no one. They're all still there. They're, most of them are still there. They went part-time. A lot of them graduated from college already, mm. um, and then they're just staying part-time. That's also scary. 
Wow. Yeah. So you wouldn't want to do that. You'd want to have like more of an executive, a higher up position. Yeah. If I had graduated from UMass already and then did the college program, I think I would have considered staying longer because like I already graduated. But because I have a job at the Red Sox and I kind of have like a plan going forward Mm. um, and I already did the college program last year. I don't plan on moving back to Florida for a while. But if I did, I'd either be that ambassador that I was saying before, or I would love to be someone to make executive decisions about stuff. Was the weather just like the, like icing on the cake kind of like, are you a warm weather fan? I'm going to say no. I'm a New England girl. Really? I am a New England girl. Being in Florida for me personally ruined the sun for me so when i came back in june i usually love going to the beach and i did yeah. not want to go i was like i don't want to go in florida you're like oh it's nice out every day i'll just do it tomorrow and then tomorrow you never that doesn't you know so, like do the it. nice out kind of just becomes it just becomes your life yeah. and then it's too hot to even want to leave you're like i just want to stay inside the whole day now yeah so honestly for me i was waiting for the cold months like what I'm wearing right now is me. Like, this is what's up. Sweatpants and sweatshirts. I wasn't able to wear them for a whole year, and I was so sad. Like, <laughs> I was telling my friends, like, I'm so ready for it to be winter. So that I love I sweatpants, sweatshirts. I'm wearing it's just right so now. easy. Like, mm. so comfy, so easy. Summer clothes, you just have to, like, have the right body, I guess. Like, winter, yeah. you don't have to be like, let me get my winter body. Like, yeah, no, you don't no, have no, to no. do that. No. So, for me personally... No, the weather wasn't all that. I missed New England so much. So now, and that's why I don't want to move back for a while. With both of those in mind, the Florida life, the New England life, do you feel like you'd want to like? Do you want to live in New England like for your life, or do you want to move out? Yeah, I do want to live here for my whole life. If you, oh, so like, um, do you think that like the weather plays any factor in that, or you just like? So you like having all four seasons. Yes. The winter, too. Because it changes things up. It's like if you have the same season for so long, I feel like there's no change. Mm. And it just gets boring. Yeah, at least we're on our toes. You know, we got something to look forward to, something to look look back at all the time. I can appreciate summer so much more Mm. now that we have the cold months. Whereas, like I said, being in Florida, I was like, oh, I'll just go to the pool any day, and I did, and then when I got back to New England, I was like, I don't want to go to the beach, like, I just don't want to go, I don't want to be hot, I don't want to, that's never happened, I've always been so down to go out, go swimming, Yeah. like, so down for summer activities, and this summer was, like, ruined for me, because I didn't want to do anything outside, because of Florida. And I hope the winter, so rin- the winter right now is working as a reset for you. Yeah, really. I yeah. love it. I've loved it. Like, mm, no mm. one else probably agrees with me. <laughs> I literally, when it snowed yesterday, or two days ago, I was so happy. Okay, I was in I such was a like, good mood. I was like, I might have to cry right now. No, I was in such so, a good Someone mood. put on up right now. I know. We got to bust it down. <laughs> this is all this winter. Right yeah. Now. I love the winter, too. I don't know. I think it's more because the holidays around this time. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we're past most of them now. But even, like, Valentine's Day. I like just, like, the fun of, like, a, having a nice holiday. I don't know. It just adds a little bit of flavor to your life. I think it's the same thing you were saying with the seasons. It's yeah. like, all right, well, if it's always summer, it's like you don't you don't feel like you know in the summer 
here you're like let's take advantage of the, the yeah, warm weather exactly and that's like for someone like me that doesn't love the beach like that's an incentive for me to go because I, I won't be able to go for the next like exactly. six months yeah. so and then the same thing works for like you know if you want to go sledding mm-hmm. whereas there you can't even go here it's like all right well it's our opportunity like let's go sledding now before mm-hmm. like you know whatever tubing like skiing whatever do you ski i don't yeah, i've don't gone ski twice i've gone twice i think as well it was fun, but... It's just, I had fun, too. I just haven't gone back. But, like, what are you going to do? Like, just go skiing? That's what I said. Yeah. Some, my fr- <laughs> I got friends that go every weekend. I don't have equipment to do that, either. That's another thing. You got to rent. Uh, and I don't get the money to do that. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah. Yeah, if you don't get the money to do it, then how are you supposed to do it, you know? That's the yeah. same thing. I, but I golf, though. Golf okay. expensive. You know? Oh, yeah, I bet. It's a very expensive hobby. What are your yeah. hobbies? Besides Disney and the Red Sox. Um, <laughs> That's w- so here's what I was actually going to say to you. I mean, um, actually, do you have any hobbies? Let me first ask that question. Let me finish that question. Why don't you ask me the other question first? Okay. okay. So, yeah. Um, I was going to say, so this Fenway thing is, you know, work. And then the Disney thing is still work. Um, like, do you feel like... And then obviously, like I think you worked at Target, right? Uh, yeah, I still, still work do. at Target. Yeah. Um, like what? You work a lot, from what it sounds like. Do you feel like? And it's also a lot of different things. Do you feel like we're almost out of school? Are you ready to like work all the time? Are you ready for work to be like what your life entails, or like are you still wish that we had more time in school or time off in between, whatever? I'm going to have the unpopular opinion that I'm ready for school to be over. Mm. I love UMass. I love being with my friends, going on the weekends. The transition from going from working full-time at Disney back to, like, homework and schoolwork was harder than I expected. I did not think getting myself to do homework again this fall was going to be as difficult as as it was yeah i was just i was just like going to class i don't mind because it's like you're just there and you're like attentive and then i would work after school and go out with my friends on weekends and then it'd be like homework would destroy me because it's like i have to be making money to like homework's really the worst thing ever it's so bad it's so bad (laughs) it doesn't going to class is fine because it's like oh that's one chunk of my day I know I have to go to, it's fine. And then knowing that after that I have to do work, I used to not mind it, but I think because I'm so used to working now and getting money, I'm like, how is this going to benefit me? Like, right. at least when I go off to work, I'm getting money for it. Like, yeah. So, get compensated for your time. Before I went to Disney, I loved school. I didn't mind homework, it gave me a priority gave me something to structure my day Mm. now that i went to disney and worked full time and i still had things to do while i was working having homework and classes on top of that my stress levels are like extreme like i overwhelm myself a lot so this past semester was a lot harder than i thought it was going Mm. to be Mm. adjusting back to that schedule so are you a semester behind i'm not which is um, nice. 
That's really. I'm graduating in May. I'm oh, taking awesome. the rest of my classes this semester. Uh, is, do you have to take six, maybe like an extra class? Or? Uh, um, or I'm only you... taking four. However, oh, really? wow. I'm taking the prerequisites of a class I was supposed to take before. I'm so taking you... them all at the same time. All the prerequisites. Yep. Together. With, to the class. Oh. Yeah. And I'm taking that. At the same time. I'm taking. I'm doing the same thing. With, I'm taking a prereq to a bunch of classes that I yeah. need to take as well. They just got to kind of finesse it. They'll, they'll help you out, like your advisors and your guidance yeah. counselor. If you're like, hey, I need these classes. I'm going for a digital media minor, mm-hmm. so I need to take intro to, to digital media, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also taking all the other shit that, yeah. like, you technically need that for. But they were mm-hmm. like, I was like, no, yeah, we need more We need more people with this minor out in the world. So mm-hmm. we want you out there as advertising. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, word. Wait, what's your major? Marketing. Market okay. Yeah, so uh, business marketing. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I I don't know why I wanted to get this minor randomly. It just, I didn't have all my marketing classes are done. Mm -hmm. It's like I don't have anything, and I took all like the elective, most of the electives you can take for marketing that I felt were useful. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, so I don't need any of them shits. Yeah. I can just take whatever I want. I was contemplating taking like. I don't know, guitar, a piano, mm-hmm. a language, something. Mm-hmm. I was going to have the weirdest semester of my life because mm-hmm. uh, I thought I only had to take three or four classes. But then I found out I needed to take five. And a couple of the classes I had already were digital media planned out. And I was like, you know what? Let me just see what it would take to get this minor. Mm-hmm. And they were like, all you need to add is one more class mm-hmm. and you can get That's it. That's good. That's good. And I good. was like, six classes for all, to, to be able to say I have a minor. I'm like, this next semester is going to suck probably. But um, it'll be worth it. I feel like just for a conversation piece in an interview. Yeah. You know, you've done a couple of interviews recently, so I feel like you understand. But, like, you're just in an interview, and, like, sometimes they're like, tell me something about yourself. And you're like, ha. Uh, that was me just now. I like the winner. <laughs> that was me just now. <laughs> right. I worked, I worked at Disney Hall. It's hard. So, like, I feel like having something... Like, for me, I have a lot of shit. Like, mm-hmm. I could talk about this. Yeah. I I started reading. I want to read. I suck at reading. I read like a second grader. Um, I, I don't read. even read, so it's good for you. No, yeah. It's, like, it's good for me, but, like, if you heard me reading, it would be, like, it's wildly embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, <laughs> like reading the top of this bar right here, it's just, like, file (laughs) it's just like yeah dude you couldn't read fucking file right now I'd be roasting myself in my head while I'm reading Mm -hmm. dude can you really not read right now Mm -hmm. um what was the last like real full book you read like as a kid I got into reading when COVID happened because there was nothing else to do yeah I really liked the book Atomic Habits Atomic Habits yeah and it's basically like a self-help book just to like sounds like a paradox yeah yeah, like to like change your routine and like change your mindset about things. That did book it help was, you? Yeah, it really did. Um, I really liked that book. Atomic Habits. And I want to read that. Probably the last book I read. Just <laughs> two years. That's not two that bad. Ago. I don't know some people that Co- haven't COVID, read since elementary school. If COVID didn't happen, that wouldn't have happened. I, so. Since I just started reading this other book, I'm like a hundred something pages in. Um, the book i read most recent to that in its entirety was a magic treehouse book in second grade so so let's so i ain't like nobody on a high i even finished this book if i don't finish this book i don't consider myself someone that has even read recently you know yeah i gotta have i gotta finish this one my goal is to read like five books this Mm -hmm. year 
I think I can do it. It's not that hard. Just read. Five books? I think I think you can do it. That's yeah. manageable. I like reading in the summer because when I go to the beach, if I'm like laying out in the sun, I love tanning. That's another thing. Like I love tanning, and then when I was in Florida, I was so tan all the time, so I didn't feel the need to go outside to That's tan. That's why more. I envisioned you. Oh, because I envisioned you being someone that likes to tan. I, I don't do. know why. I do. I'm obsessed with tanning. Do Hobby I'm, tanning. Well, because why though? But naturally, you remind not. me of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> funny to say <laughs> you know no you and she will sit in the sun mm-hmm. all day mm-hmm. every day reading a book actually she'll sit in the sun all day every day and um it's just sour maybe that's why i thought of you this that way but i guess once you're already tan like i'm already you... tan i was like i don't need to go outside longer i'm just gonna burn at this point yeah because that's why i love sitting outside and going to the beach because i'm like i'm gonna get tanner i'm italian <laughs> so i was like just like yeah. My name, full name is Gabriella Marullo, like yeah. very Italian. Yeah, Gabriella Marullo. Yeah, so it's just my blood, I guess. And if I'm already Italian, yeah. I'm like, are you why fully am Italian? I gonna... No, I'm part Irish as well. Italian, Irish, yeah. mom, Irish, dad, Italian. Dad's Italian, mom's Irish. Okay, yeah. mom's Irish, right? Yeah, right. That's yeah. cool. Do you so, feel like do you which do you claim? Because you said Italian, so I Italian. assume you claim your Italian side. I do, more. especially because it's like my name. Yeah. But when St. Patrick's Day comes around, which is my favorite holiday, you are. I do. I am Irish. The most Irish person that I know. Yep. On St. Patrick's Day. Yep. I feel like that's the way you should do it. And us Irish, we're usually pretty chill about it. Yeah. You know, like good luck bringing an an Irish person to like a, to like the Seven Fishes for like an Italian like yeah holiday. Like, you can't, like, the, the, the Irish don't, the Italians don't really accept the Irish like that, but I feel like an Irish person, they're so drunk on St. Patrick's Day, they don't even know what the fuck's going on. Most of us. That's me too, so, yeah. <laughs> St. Patrick's Day is It's my favorite holiday. It's fun. I think it's just, like, a vibe. It's my favorite because it's in March, and, like, nothing happens in January and February, and it's, like, I know there's Valentine's Day, but I don't celebrate that. So, um... Yeah. St. Patrick's Day is kind of like the biggest holiday starting from the year. That's why I love it so much. I like St. Patrick's Day. It's close. My birthday is in April. Mm-hmm. So I feel like early April. So it's like usually that means my birthday is around the corner. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Like I feel like it's kind of why I like Thursday more than I like Tuesday. Yeah. It's like I like Thursday more because, oh, Friday's right there. You know? Like yeah, Tuesday is the worst day of the week. I agree. Monday, at least, like, you just, you just were resting. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's like you're, you're fresh. Yeah. And all the time, too, are very groggy on Mondays. I think that that's overplayed. But then Tuesday, it's like, there's nothing behind you and there's nothing ahead of you. Like, yeah. you're, you're fucked. Yeah. Wednesday is hump day, so it's like, at least at, in the beginning of the day, it sucks. The end of the day is all right. Mm-hmm. Thursday, it's basically fucking like, you're like, all right, it, it's yeah. almost over. Yeah. Friday, it is over. That's why I think um, people are moving more towards, like, the three-day weekend, but, like, the virtual. Mm-hmm. Like, more people are working, like, four days, and maybe mm-hmm. maybe they'll work Friday virtual or just cut back to work entirely. Some people are just working four-day weeks now, just generally. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me, too. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're supposed to be spending this much time at work. You know, you only get really one day. Yeah. Like, Saturday's the only real day you get. That's why I got a job with the Red Sox because I did not want a nine to five. Like I am not a morning person. Mm. I like working nights and I like having a random schedule. That's just my own opinion. But I like having it something different every week. It gives me something to look forward to. It's like a change. I didn't want to go into something nine to five every single day repetitive because then I would think like 
what else is there going on. Yeah, and you like to be kept yeah. on your toes, too. Yeah, well, and that's exactly like. why I was Hence interested. Hence the seasons. In the, right, I, that's why I was so interested in this job rather than a public relations job because I wanted to have things switch up, like, all the time. Like, yeah, if I work a Saturday or something and people are hanging out, they're probably going to be in Boston. I'll be like, yeah. oh, well, we'll meet you And right just after. the nature of your job, too. It's like, oh, like, you might run into Pedro today. Like, yeah. you know, like, that's exactly. fun. Whereas my work, I just did an internship over the fall, no, summer into fall mm-hmm. at Axis. It's like a security camera company. And I was a marketing team. And, like, I don't know if you can really, like, you know, just envision what the marketing team is like at a security camera company, but it's mm. not, like, the most ideal content to, like, have yeah. some fun. I'm never going to run into Pedro Martinez <laughs> at Access Communications. You like, never know. You ne- hey, you never, never say know. Never say never. Never say never. I've run into some pretty cool people. <laughs> I love when I talk to somebody. I think this is probably why I love my podcast so much. I love when I talk to somebody. And sometimes, like, they just got... Everyone's got such a cool, like life story yeah somewhere along the line they did something really cool like i don't know do you know the nba player mike conley do you know who that is probably not no so it's okay it's okay but he was like an all-star one year a couple years whatever he was a good player Mm -hmm. mike conley and the guy that worked behind me his name was mike conley not the same guy obviously Mm -hmm. but i was talking to him i was like and he's tall and he loves basketball this Mm guy um it's just mike conley and the nba is black and this mike conley is white um, so I was talking to, the, to White Mike Conley, and I was like, just, you know, obviously if one of the first things that comes up is, hey, your name is the NBA player's name. And he said he was like, yeah, I met him. And I was like, oh, really? He was like, yeah, I actually, my sister, for like one of my birthdays, got me courtside seats, and um, it was when we played against the, like his team. And I was sitting on the sideline, and my sister had a poster that said, like, my brother's name is Mike Conley. And Mike Conley sees it, the black Mike Conley, sees it, walks over to him, like, shakes his hand. He's like, what's up, man? Like, your name really Mike Conley? And he had it already pulled up. He had his ID. He's like, yep, Mike Conley. And he was like, you want to take my spot? My knee kind of hurt and whatever. And he was like, and he was like, nah. He's like, come get a shot. And he took a shot, like, at the warm-up. And then, like, he tells me the story and just, like, kind of walked away. And I was like, that is such a fucking amazing story. Yeah. That some random guy has, mm-hmm. and I feel like there's a, uh, that's why I like doing this, because, like, you never really, you with the Mar- Mariah Carey, <laughs> I've never met any famous people, but, uh, actually, no, you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. I went to a Celtics Bulls game, and I went, like, my uncle knows, like, one of the owners of the Celtics, mm-hmm. and so he brought us, like, the back where, like, all the famous people go, and it was, it was a playoff game, a lot of famous people there. And uh, I was going to where, like, where, like, the owner sits because my uncle knows this owner. And he was taking us into, like, this... It's, like, secluded even to, like, the famous people. They just want, like, a little separate area for where the owner is. Mm-hmm. So I was going into this room, and I'm passing by just so many people that I know of. Jimmy Garoppolo was there. Oh, damn. Oh, oh damn. Nah, for real. I was fucking like, God damn. He looks <laughs> legit. I was like, what the fuck? Um... Stephon Gilmore was there. Vernon Cooks was there. A lot of a lot of the Patriots were there. Yeah. The assistant governor of the NBA, his name is Mark Tatum. It's kind of like how you said you met that guy tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I met this guy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm walking, Definitely the same thing. I'm walking yeah. through this building. Yeah. I'm like, ah. It's right there. And like, then oh I went God. into a place that none of them were allowed, and I was yeah. like, this is wrong. <laughs> like, like, that, that is, like, that's, that's. that's <laughs> 
Yeah, that's ah, crazy. Yeah, but um, everyone's got a cool story. Yeah. You want to know something crazy? Yeah. I also know a Mike Conley. Wait, what? He is... <laughs> <laughs> My cousin just had a baby, and her dad's name is Mike Conley. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I know one also. Uh, so she... Did she uh, marry him, right? Wait, so wait. Your wait, no, it's her baby. dad. Her dad. So her dad's name dad. is Mike. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It's like okay. my uncle. Yeah. Wow. I know Kira told you I call one of my aunts aunt. Right. I don't know if she told no, you that. No. See, Kira's been pretty drunk these past two days, uh-huh. so I've been getting some like it was. A, she was like, "You gotta ask about her aunt that isn't her aunt." And I was like, "What does that mean?" It's my grandmother's sister, so it's my great aunt. But I call her aunt. Like it's not Aunt Karen. It's aunt. Yeah, no, I have, aunt. I live, my great aunt mm-hmm. lived underneath me for a long time. We called her aunt. Yeah. For real? For real. Aunt Nancy. In Medford? In Medford. Aunt lives in Medford also. But that's she didn't grow the, up here, but. But that's what the fuck's up, though. That is what the fuck's up. It's her <laughs> um, former husband is Mike Conley. Wow. Yeah. Former husband. Yeah. Wow. That, uh, so they. They're grandparents now, but, and they're like grandparents together. Oh, the grandparents. They're together. not together anymore. Oh yeah. my god, I've never thought about divorced grandparents. Why has that never come up in my life? I don't know. Think about it. Is it you? It's common to you, I guess, because like you've seen this now. Uh, yeah, it actually is because my dad's parents are separated. Really? Yeah. So I get it. So what like f- my actual my actual grandparents. Yeah, what's are that separated. like? They got separated in 2017. Wait, what? Two weeks after their 50th anniversary of being yeah, married. Yeah, but what? Do it, yeah. Can I ask, not ask questions, but can you expound or like, is this like all personal? I might not go into much detail, but okay. I can tell you surface level Give things. Me, I needed a, yeah, I need Yeah, know. so my dad's parents, Um, my whole family's from Charlestown. My Honestly. mom's side, my dad's side, they were neighbors, like, growing up. Right. Um, my dad's parents were married for 50 years, and two weeks after their 50th anniversary, they split up. They, and like, not, filed for divorce. They're just separated. They don't, they're not divorced, because they're in their 70s. They're like, what's the point of getting a divorce But now? why did they separate? Just me and is that my too, brother. That let's just say me and my brother and my first cousin Anne, we're the three grandchildren. Okay. We just got old enough that they didn't need to be together anymore. So they were basically together so that they could watch the three of us when my parents we went used to go every Wednesday to Charlestown. Wow. My grandparents would watch us. And apparently my grandmother wanted to split from my grandfather. When her kids grew up, there was three of them. Wow. But then we all came along, and then once we were, I was a sophomore in high school, and once we were all in high school, they were like, my grandmother was like, it's time to split up. We raised them. Yeah, I'm going to say this. Your yeah. grandma is a gangster. I know she is. That is one of the most boss me a lot. I've ever seen in She's my giving, life. And then my other grandmother, my mom's mom, had my mom when she was 21 years old. So, like, that would yeah. be me having a child right now. Crazy. Which is not going to happen. Which we, you know, um, where's the wood to knock on? Oh, I know. Ew. Well, I, I don't you. need to walk on because I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she was not with the guy 
that is my mother's biological father. Oh, shit. She did not... They didn't even date. They weren't even boyfriend and girlfriend. So I have, like, one grandmother who's giving me advice to not settle when she's my age. And my other grandmother's the same way. She's like... I had my I had my daughter at 21 years old, and I still found love 10 years later. She got married to my grandfather, who was from Medford. Medford. I was telling you about that I'm, last yes. week. Yep. They met like 10 years after. Okay. And it was my dad's step, my mom's stepdad, and like he was like my grandfather. Like it wasn't like step grandfather, nothing. Yeah. So like I have two grandmothers who like. T- have taught me both those things basically not to settle so. like, yo just fucking take your time sweetheart and guess what, what they're, they're both from fucking charlestown <laughs> and they so they yo, know what's up yeah no. they're tough as fuck yeah so they're tough as up. fuck and now my grandmother lives in medford so does aunt and my grandfather is also from medford. yo your grandmother i bet that woman's got grudges that people wouldn't believe like from like 50 years ago. someone probably cut her off one time like 35 years ago and she remembered that face, ran into him at a market basket 25 years later and was like, you motherfucker, you cut me off. It's funny you say that because that was my great grandmother. And she lived till I was 13 years her, old. Her? Her so mom? So my mother's mom's mom. Okay. And, and by the way, they're all from fucking Charlestown. These so townies. they're all the same. Oh, they're okay. all fucking townies. So basically the they're same. Lit. Yeah. That's what's up. My great grandmother was like that. Yeah. Someone 35 fucking years ago seasoned fucking Johnny's Food Master when it used to exist before Whole Foods. Johnny's Food Master. Yeah, in Charlestown. Right. That's what it used to be before mm. um, Whole Foods. And she would do that. She'd be like, you fucking bitch. I remember what you did. So I had her till I was 13. So, um, yeah, I have these tough towny grandmothers and my mom. Mm. They don't take shit, bro. My mom tough, too. Yeah. Damn. She has, like, a poker face. Like, she is literally, like, stone cold. So this is why you're a gangster. I guess so. I got, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's she's, no She's the reason shit. why I worked at Disney, worked at the Red Sox. She was like, do what you love, you never work a day in your life. That's facts. where I got that rub from her. It's so. so facts. Yeah. It's cool how, like, you know, at a point in our lives, like, these, con- like, you know, that's a common saying, you know. Yeah. Like, but you learn it from someone. And mm-hmm. from the right person, it could mean a very different thing than from somebody else. Like, if I said that to you in this conversation for the first time, you'd be like, okay. And then yeah. that would be the end of it. Mm-hmm. That's your mom. My mom and raised like, me on that shit. She raised you. That's why I, That's why I've done the things I've done, and I'm going to do the things that I'm going to do. Yeah. I feel like, um, I guess, that's really cool. So, do you feel like that, that like, phrase really stick out to you? Like, yeah. For real? Like, she taught me that because she was not happy at her job. She only had one job. She worked at um, Logan Airport, mm. um, like, her whole career. That's a fucking crazy... Yeah. A lot of stories, I bet. A lot of stories and not very good ones. So she would tell me, like, don't get stuck in a position that I was in. Yeah. And I took it and I ran with it. Moved mm. to Florida for six months and now I'm back. Like, fucking I Fucking literally... lived it up, got back. Now you had your fall semester. Do yep. you feel like the comeback from that... To your fall semester was similar to that of like coming back from COVID. Oh wait, you were still at Amherst, weren't you? Mm, yeah, and it was mm-hmm. not. It sucks because it's like, oh, I was in Amherst, but I was so miserable. I was like not in the right headspace. Right, a lot of people were fucked up during COVID. Yeah, you were not alone. 
Honestly, for me, I've never yeah. been happier, but, like, <laughs> most people were fucked up. I was just chilling. During quarantine. I didn't know that this was everyone's mental breakdown time. March to May 2020 was awesome because everyone was on shutdown. That shit was so fun. I, I could text anybody. It was and snow I know month. they're in their house not doing yeah, anything. It was snow month. Dude. Like, it yeah. It was like everyone had a snow yeah, day every day. Exactly. and With good weather. Th- yes, and that was awesome. I moved back to Amherst August 2020, and I lived there the whole sophomore year, and UMass didn't have in-person classes that entire Mm. year, my whole sophomore year. And I wish that I could have said, like, I was in Amherst, I was able to live with my roommates, we tried to make the most of it. No matter how we tried, it was so miserable. We didn't leave our apartment for any reason. None of us had jobs in that fall semester, so we were literally together 24-7. And unemployment? Only, no, I didn't. You didn't bust down the unemployment? No. I, there's like three people, there's three types of people I feel really bad for in this world. Um, The disenfranchised, those in slavery, and those that were not able to collect unemployment on a weekly basis from the government i just didn't feel right because my so my mom ended up retiring from her awful job right. that she had and then she was on unemployment and i was like i just don't feel right and collecting unemployment when like, my mom I ain't is that. yeah my mom's fucking unemployed that's she has real. to pay a fucking house like she that's has two real. kids i that's I, why i, did I said it. this recently i did for the first at least for the first bit of time i remember i was collecting i was like uh uh because it's a lot of money yeah and i was like I'm going to donate. So I donated some of it. Just I'm glad. to make me feel better. Yeah. Um, I'm like, all right, well, because otherwise this money would be going to someone probably like me that doesn't need it that won't donate it. So at mm-hmm. least I'm a positive of the negatives. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like being the best of the worst in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. But uh, damn, it, it felt good. <laughs> like, I know. Well, well, the best thing was like yeah. school. Because school, I don't know if you have to pay a lot for school, but like I do. And like having like that year where you didn't have to pay. For like a lot of things, that was, you know, that was pretty helpful. As helpful as mm-hmm. it gets, not like you know, obviously there's a lot more negatives and positives that can come with COVID, but yeah, it was uh, at least it saved me a couple pennies. Yeah, you know? yeah. My friends at UMass, a few of them had collected unemployment. So, but me and my other roommate, her dad was also on unemployment. So we were both like, both our parents on unemployment. This just doesn't feel right for us. Yeah. But, um. People who did, honestly, good thing they took advantage of yeah, it. Yeah, get the bill. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. Maybe I wish I did, but it's fine. <laughs> it, the time has passed. So. Time's passed. Yeah. Past has passed. Nothing I can do about it. Now. Yeah, we're looking to the future. Yeah. Um, With that, though, how long do you think we've been going for? Just if you were to guess. An hour and a half. Hour 45. Oh wow! Yeah, good wow. amount of time. This is a good one. It's a long. Yes, yeah, it's um, a long one. But we had, but we had things that we had to discuss. And I could keep talking for fucking ten hours. So could so, I, which is yeah. an issue. This is why that I, is I always feel issue. bad stopping because, like, you know, I said this with someone the other day on one of the podcasts. A good conversation really doesn't need to stop ever because mm-hmm. if you have two people that have things to say and are listening, you're asking the other person questions. You have your own stories, whatever. Then like. It just always every conversation gets just gets better and better mm-hmm. and more diverse and you're covering more things and like they're just fun that way. Yeah. Whereas, so that's why it's hard for me to like really stop. I'm like, yeah. yo, like, hey, all right, we got to cut this out right now. Yeah. But you know, it is now hour forty five, yeah. and I don't want to you know hold the person I'm with forever. And if anyone's watching this point, 
Yeah, thanks. Good job, good job. To our supporters. Good job, supporters. Should they follow, <laughs> like, subscribe, you think? Yeah, like, maybe? subscribe. Um, If you're Alice Blaze, like, thank you so much for Alice listening. Blaze legit might listen to all She's, like, your biggest fan. Like, no joke. <laughs> She's like, I listen to Haley's full thing. I listen to Rachel's, listen to Kira's. Like, she listens to full-ass things. That's so, a lot of Alice, time. if you're listening, go you. Yo, go, Alice. She would have done a better job than me. She was asking you some questions before this. I was like, shit, I got to step my game she up. She might have to be your next guest. Maybe. We'll That's see. a great idea. Yeah. I should just fucking have her come over and just, yeah, keep, you should. And just keep the cameras going. Yeah. Anyway, did you enjoy your time? I did. We talked about podcast, Disney for quite a long time, but I could keep going, so it's And fine. that's but that's what you love. Yeah. And this is I, this is not like a my episode. This is your episode. It's all things you love. It is who you are. I like, and I got to learn. I don't talk about Disney like that. You might feel like an everyday thing. This is a lot of learning for me, so I really love this. This was great. Gabby. Thank this you for is an having absolute me. Absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, bye-bye everybody. Goodbye.